If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Hi, everyone. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and Tuesdays with Tammy. And today I want to talk about something that I've talked about before uh, regarding self-care. But I also have been reflecting on the idea that we need to do extreme self-care. And this is derived from the fact that I think a lot of us who grew up in chaotic situations, including hoarding, um, don't value ourselves. And so we have a trouble remembering that we are valuable and worthy. And so I have come at this from the idea that we need to often do things to shore up our self-worth. And I have a group called Extreme Self-Worth for that reason. And when I talk about it in an extreme way, I mean that sometimes people can have a cup of coffee and enjoy the view and that's enough. And that kind of lets them reset of themselves but there are times when I find I need a cup of coffee a view I need 30 minutes of doing absolutely nothing except taking a walk um, or journaling and so I have to stack more things on top of it in order to achieve the same result someone else might get from doing just one of those self-care things and so I've been thinking about self-care And the reason why we need to do it in such an extreme way is because we didn't learn that. We didn't know or understand the value of that when we were younger. And now we have to look at self-care in in every way, in every aspect, whether that's our mental self-care and getting help with that through either support group or a therapist, a counselor, Uh, a confidant who knows our story, but is a good listener. And we have to take care of ourselves in that way and figure out what that is for ourselves. Physically, we have to take care of ourselves, whether it's walking or some sort of exercise or stretching. It can be looking at the food that we're eating. Um, It can be taking care of ourselves physically, whether that's um, taking a shower getting exercise, um, making sure our clothes are clean, that type of thing is very important. Also, financially, we need to be taking care of ourselves and not overextending ourselves and taking care of other people and forgetting that we need to take care of ourselves as well. And in relationships, we have to look at boundaries. We have to look at what we will tolerate and what we won't tolerate. And often, I think, because we didn't know how to express boundaries we learn how to do that and then when people who have known us a long time start to see us put boundaries in place they're not sure what to do with that information because they haven't seen us do that before but the other part of relationships is that relationship with ourselves and part of that is definitely setting boundaries but it is also about what do you say to yourself how do you Um, support your goals that you have? What promises are you making to yourself that you are not keeping or should be keeping? And 
I keep seeing these things that talk about the fact that our relationship with ourselves is, is always with us. It's always there. And if we don't figure out what that is, if we don't figure out how to talk kindly to ourselves, uh, if we don't figure out ways to be loving to ourselves, we can't help other people understand how to treat us either. So I think it's very valuable and very true to understand what our relationship is with ourselves and how do we improve that. Something that's helped me is taking any of those negative loop things that can go through our heads and turning it into something positive. For example, if you walk around saying, I am stupid, you are believing that. Your subconscious is believing that. But if you can take the that and turn it into, I am wise, I am smart, I am intelligent. Because sometimes you can't just take, I am stupid and say, I am smart. Sometimes it doesn't, our brains don't necessarily agree with that. But I find if I can take something that I've thought in my life and I can turn that into something positive, that really can change how I'm thinking about myself and how it changes what I say to myself. And it also changes how I show up in the world. So something that's helped me a lot is to take any of those negative statements and turn them into something positive. And Maybe you grew up think someone telling you you were not loving. And so you could say, I am lo- a loving person or I am a kind person and really focus on how you want to be, how you want to show up in the world and how you want to be to yourself, first of all, and then how that extends out to the other relationships in your life, whether it's your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, kids, grandkids, you know, your own parents maybe your in-laws, like how do you want to show up in the world and treat yourself that way first. And then that can spill out into the other relationships that you have. So I, I was just reflecting on the idea that extreme self-care looks a lot different than just regular self-care, but there is a reason why you put your own mask on first. There is a reason why you fill your own cup so that you can serve others from the overflow. And if we don't do those things, we can be overwhelmed and we can be burnt out. We can snap at people when we don't mean to. And I have found that it's very helpful to take a step back when I get, hopefully before I get to that point, but if I get to that point, for me to step back and say, okay, what's happening here and how do I show up differently for myself and how do I show up differently for others? So remember that you matter and that your mental health matters. Everything about you matters just as much as any other person and you are just as important and valuable and deserve to be a priority just as much as the next person. So remember that you are worthy and feel free to join us in extreme self-worth. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So thank you for stopping by Tuesdays with Tammy on the Hoarding Solution podcast. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. 